0: thank you for tuning in to another episode of And She Shall Be Called Woman. I am your host for this hour, Rev K. And I just want to welcome you all to our 10th episode. And it is just so profound that God gave us the 10th episode on Saturday, August the 10th. So also he gave me something unique to do for this day. We're going to spend 10 minutes in the word and we're going to be teaching just briefly about the 10 virgins. Amen. The 10 virgins. So it's our 10th episode. It's the 10th day of the the month. We're going to do 10 minutes, so we're going to get right in. We have no announcements. The announcements will be the word of God. So let us pray. God, we thank you for this hour and this opportunity, Lord. We thank you, Lord God, that you have spoken to us, the number 10, for whatever reason, Lord God, we know that numerology, it means, Father God, complete, Father God, it means finished, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. So whatever it was, Lord God, it has already been finished and established. Now speak to your people. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. The number ten also means perfection, so let me just remind you of that momentarily. So we're gonna just read briefly Matthew chapter twenty-five. We're gonna read verses one through tw- one through ten. Uh, we'll tap into verses twelve and thirteen, but remember, we are doing ten minutes, so we have eight minutes left to hit this word. Amen. And the Bible says, Then shall the kingdom of heaven be likened unto ten virgins, which took their lamps and went forth to meet the bridegroom. And five of them were wise, and five were foolish. They that were foolish took their lamps and took no oil with them. But the wise took oil in their vessels with their lamps. While the bridegroom tarried, they all slumbered and slept. And at midnight, there was a cry made, behold, the bridegroom cometh, go ye out to meet him. Then all the virgins arose and trimmed their lamps and the foolish said unto the wise, give us of your oil for our lamps are gone out. But the wise answered saying, not so lest there be not enough for us and you, but go ye rather to them that sell and buy for yourselves. And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came and they that were, that were ready went in with him to the marriage and the door was shut. We're just going to talk for a moment for the next seven minutes about bring your own oil. Amen. Bring your own oil. When you look at verse number seven, it talks about then all the virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. As I was studying this text, the Lord began to reveal to me that the trimming of their own lamps represented a preparation for God's coming. It represented not just them preparing to meet the bridegroom, not for them to just prepare to go out and to be received of him, but also preparing their lamps to light. Hallelujah. You have to be prepared in order to light. And the reason why he gave me the topic, bring your own oil, is because we are living in a days where there are false prophets, there are false teachers, there are false leaders, there are false preachers. And what people are doing now is they're trying to ride off the coattail of someone else's anointing. The oil represents the anointing of God. And the reason why you have to bring your own oil is because you have to show that God called you to Amen. There were 10 versions, 10 opportunities, 10 different women, 10 different expectations that God have, but only five answer the call. That's why the scripture teaches us uh, that many are called, but few are chosen. You can be called by God, but not prepared to do the work of God. And it's so important in these days and times that you allow yourself to be prepared. Some people don't even prepare for church on Sunday, beginning on Saturday. They prepare to go to church that Sunday morning, and then they wonder why they're running late. Then they wonder why they're frustrated. Then they wonder why they don't even feel like going by the end of the morning, because you didn't prepare to meet the bridegroom room. You didn't prepare to go into his house with a praise and a shout. You didn't prepare your lamp, your light to shine so bright that men will see your light and glorify your God. You have to be prepared in these day and times, but in order to be prepared, you have to bring your own oil. You have to know that God has anointed and appointed his children, those that believe in God and believe in the things that God are able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we ask or think. We have to believe that God is doing something for us and we want we want to go into an open door. We want to go into a door that God opens for us and closes behind him. Why did he close it behind him with the other five women that were foolish, the other five women that were unprepared, the other five women that were unwise because they weren't prepared. When you're not prepared, you tend to miss out on your blessings. When you're not prepared, you tend to miss out on your assignment. When you're not prepared, you tend to miss out on the things that God has in store for you. And one thing I loved about reading the scripture is that once that door was shut, it was shut for good. The Bible Bible teaches that God opens doors that no man can close and shut doors that no man can open. So no matter how much they may have pulled on the lock, no matter how much they may have pulled on the handle, no matter how loud they knocked and screamed, please let us in. The Lord did not open the door unto them because they were not prepared. You have to bring your own oil. You have to be willing and ready to light up. Hallelujah. In this city where everyone is known because of Vegas, Vegas is known because of its lights. People travel to Vegas because of the lights. When you fly into Vegas, you see lights. When you drive into Vegas at night, you see lights. But one of the lights that we haven't seen in this city, because this city has been labeled, this city has been named, this city has been uh, established as Sin City. So what happened to the other lights? What happened to that light? I heard President Kelsey West speaking the other day and he mentioned the light and it just resonated in my spirit because it was something that God had revealed to me with this lesson he said where are the lights hallelujah not just the Vegas light but where are the lights that I established where are your lamps Where the ones that whose lamps have gone out because you didn't bring your own oil you didn't light your own wick you didn't trim back you didn't prepare for this day you didn't prepare for the coming of the Lord people I want to tell you that God is truly coming back we are in a days where our grandmama told us back in the days be ready because Jesus is coming soon be ready and and they keep preaching and teaching us that Jesus is coming soon but because he hasn't arrived we think that we can get comfortable we begin to sit back and relax we begin to do the things that are not of God we begin to get complacent in our ways we are unprepared for the coming of the Lord my question to you today is if he came today would you be ready if he came while we're in the midst of this hour on the radio would you be ready are you prepared did you have your oil with you did you trim your lap did you prepare Prepare for this moment. If God was to come back right now, I remember when I was a little girl and my father was teaching us the word of God, he used to allow us to watch Frederick K price, uh, back on TV. This was back in the days where we weren't attending church, but we were attending the word and we were listening to, to the word of God. But my father woke us up early that morning before the word came on and, and he woke us up out of our sleep at about three or 4 AM. And he said, get up, get up. Jesus is coming down the street. Get up, get up. Jesus is coming down the street. And we thought our dad had lost his mind. Mind, but we really got scared we were little kids I remember being about nine or ten years old and we were little kids and we were so afraid and we began to drop to our knees and pray but then we stood up and looked we didn't know what to do we were so unprepared that we didn't know how we would act if the Lord truly came and God and my father taught me then as a little bitty girl he said you always gotta be ready you stay ready so you ain't gotta get ready he said you have to be prepared for the coming of the Lord and I'm just here to tell you for these 10 minutes you have to be prepared women of God and men of God that may be tuning in. You have to be prepared. You have to go out get your lamps, trim hallelujah, trim your lamp so that you will light up in this city that is known for lights. Hallelujah. I know that the the world named it Vegas Lights the world came here because of the lights but we have another reason to show them. We have a different lamp to show them. This is a lamp that guides us. This is a lamp that's lit under our feet. Hallelujah. That gives us insight and gives us sight and to direction to where we're supposed to go. Hallelujah. So so I just want to close you with this in this last one minute or 30 seconds that I have left. Bring your own oil. Don't write off the cocktails of somebody else's anointing. Don't go and listen to somebody else's sermon and then go try to preach it in a different city and a different state. God has put something in you that's individual and unique and it's for your own purpose. Be ready to meet the bridegroom when he comes. Hallelujah. Be ready. Be ready. Get your oil. Bring your own lamp. Hallelujah. Trim back everything and be prepared for the coming of the Lord. If you ain't got prepared for service, for the assembling of God tomorrow, get prepared today for tomorrow is not even promised. Tomorrow is not promised. And that's what the word of God says. We're looking forward to something that ain't even promised to us. And I may see tomorrow, but you may not. Or you may see tomorrow and I may not. But I just want you to know that if I don't see it, I'm prepared today. I brought my own oil to the anointed radio station. I told you the oil represents your anointing. So I bring my own oil every time I step into the anointed radio network because I know I am on an assignment for the Lord. Amen. And I just pray that you will read the entire chapter 25 verses 1 through 13 and let God reveal to you his word. But today I'm just excited that I have a guest in the studio with me. I have the amazing, the beautiful, the anointed and appointed Miss Erica Nicole. And we're just going to sit back and talk for a minute i like to call them interviews but i like for them to be comfortable because i know sometimes it's a little nerve-wracking or you know you can get a little nervous so i just want to sit back and talk to this woman of god i want her to be able to share with you the things that she has shared not just in her bio with me lord god hallelujah but also in her ministry with others out there so erica nicole i want you to just go ahead and introduce yourself to the people out there amen
1: Hello, good morning. First of all, thank you so much for having me this morning. Bless you. I'm greatly appreciative. Um, yeah, my name is Erica Nicole. I'm originally mm-hmm. from Dallas, Texas. Um, I've been here in the vineyard planting and working in Vegas for the last 12 years. My God. Um, I'm a mother. Um, I, I have a, a company by the name of The Ambiance Group, hmm. um, but I also work um, in a network uh, with Tent Child. Um, so we serve creatives. We serve pastors, we serve entrepreneurs, we serve musicians and artists, um, and we
0: just try to help them and push their vision to the next level. That's that's it, though. <laughs> Amen. Amen. What you said, you said, I've been here 12 years planting in the vineyard. Tell us about some of the things that you've already planted in the city of Las Vegas, Nevada.
1: Um, when I came here, I started out, um, I had this vision that I had carried probably for three years. Mm-hmm. Um, called Ambiance, and um, all I saw at that point was a room with um, candles lit and I heard music and um, so I, I continued to deal with it I took it to certain pastors and was like hey this is what I'm saying this is what I want um, I wanted a place where creatives and musicians and artists could come and express themselves in ways that go beyond the morning service um, I had seen things like it done and north care or in sorry in ten- and i think it was nashville with um, urban soul cafe with carlos Hale. i also saw it in a thing called the praise connection in la but what i was seeing was a little bit different worship was going forth but it wasn't traditional um i knew that i'd be able to reach people outside of the four walls of the church my god so we um may 26 2012 um hmm. <laughs> we rented out a warehouse it was 10 o'clock at night and um People came. I was shocked. It was packed. There was standing room only. It was about 300 people there that night. Wow. And um, we literally had an amazing time. Young creatives, millennials, that what we call them now, we all gathered and we worshiped, but it wasn't, it was just a free expression. So if they wanted to go into a jazzy set, they could. If they wanted to, to shed, like they call it, you know, shed or just kind of like free flow and whatever Mm. their worship was, whether it was spoken word, whether it was song, they did that. And so from there, sometimes we never know what our obedience and where that's going to lead us. God had seen three steps ahead of me. Mm. I knew I had just seen that. I knew other things from my life, but I didn't know what all that was going to bring me into for the city. So um since then we've uh, we've been able to host events. We've hosted Pastor John Piki um, a couple times here and other major artists. So a lot of times when artists are coming to town, um, the ambiance group is behind the promotions or the advertising of the artists in
0: in various entities. and so we're very grateful. Amen. Amen. I want to just reach back a little bit in your bio, um, because what really uh, stood out to me was just the first couple of lines in there. Um, I know it says you were born in Texas to a strong uh, woman, driven women growing up. Mm-hmm. But it says you watch both your mother, Sherry Howard, mm-hmm. and your grandmother, Effie, serve in their communities and local churches faithfully. While balancing careers, I just want to know: Do you think that was pivotal to where you are now? Do you think that because you started off saying you planted in this community, do you think that that was a seed that they planted in you as a little child?
1: Oh, absolutely! Amen. And I Amen. was very, um, I was very cognizant and very aware of my surroundings. I grew up in St. Andrew's Church of God in Christ, and um, our pastor, the late Dr. Essie Mitchell. Um, I watched women. Period. I watched women. I watched my, like you said, my mother, who was um, she was a missionary by all means. Um, I watched my grandmother, who was very active in her community, very active in her church. But then she was like Sundays, our garage door would stay open, and people would come in and out all day long getting mm-hmm. meals because she was a cook by by her mm-hmm. by profession. Um, and you know, I, I watched my grandmother. She had no no high school diploma. But she became a very lucrative woman. Um, you know she her a lot of her money had been invested in oil. I watched her, you know, take care of us as a family. and it made me it made me I, I think um, a lot of my work ethic came from like my mother and my grandmother. Um, and it, it just made me strive to to not only take on the life that they had provided for us, but to take the torch to the next level. So Amen. yes, ma'am, absolutely. but I would come home from church um, and I would get a pencil. And I would preach to huh. my um, my uncles at that point that, that they were both, um, they both had dealt with addiction. Um, mm. My aunt, thank God, Renelle Williams, I'm sure she'll watch the live. Um, she's been clean um, probably about 15 to 20 years now. But I remember telling her, God's not going to bless you living the way you live. Mm. Like God has more for you. I was four and five years old, wow. six and seven, and that was my message to her.
0: Wow. And wow. so now thank to God. see
1: her living her life and to see her, on fire for god and you know she has an amazing she's an Mm. amazing songstress to see her doing that it makes my heart happy you know um because i didn't know i didn't know all that i was called to do i just knew that i would i could like verbatim they said i was four years old and i would get a pencil and i would like like preach back the message that i heard so um i love good word um people don't know this about me but I, i love the word of god and i love dissecting it. Mm-hmm. That's why I can't just sit and listen to just anybody.
0: Rock girl. Yes. yes.
1: <laughs> so, um, you know, I hide behind the, the administration. I hide behind the events, but I know that there's more for me.
0: Yes, Amen. ma'am. I do. Amen. Mm-hmm. Amen. And I'm glad you said that because I wanted to touch with, you know, I know you do the ambiance. I know you have community work. I know you've planted seeds here. I know you travel. You're a woman of God. You have great, great, women of God that you were able to watch and instill in you, you preached as a little girl with a pencil. That's, that's (laughs) epic right there. But I want to know, um, where do you see Erica, Nicole, you know, going in her, one thing that stood out when you said, you said God showed me a vision of candles lit. Mm -hmm. And it's just not by accident that God was showing us today in the lesson about the lamp and the light.
1: So, you don't even know how you were so deep into my personal studies with that message. My God. Um, I promise for the last probably two weeks, God's been dealing with me with open doors. Mm. Um, that word came. Um, and then um, Apostle Sherman Dumas, he just came out with All Nations. He um, basically had another word about an open door. Wow. Tagged me on Instagram. And I was like, he didn't know. It was just confirmation. I go to sleep that night, wake up Sunday morning, Bishop Jakes is preaching on an open door. So that's number one. Number two, um, one of my favorite passages, and this has actually gotten me through some really hard times lately. Um, the There was a, a woman and her husband had debt and hmm. they came looking for her. Um, they came and knocked on her door and pretty much she said to the to the prophet, like, all I have is oil. My God, look at God! Come um, on, come oh on. my, the live stopped. It's, it's okay. That's okay. So he said, "All I have is oil." So to be able to to relate to that, um, there have been so many times in my life when I felt like I was down to absolutely nothing. My God, where I've had to rebuild and restructure, and I felt like all I had is oil. Jesus, but that woman, that one, that widow, that little bit of oil sustained her entire community oh because God. the oil kept replenishing. On, so man. you have no idea what you understand like <laughs> that's your
0: God structure. that's yeah, God's game. So
1: the, I mean there's only one Holy Spirit so Hallelujah. when he's present you know it. So yeah the the oil the light the door all of it. So yeah I knew and crazy thing I remember um I worked for Enterprise rental cars for years after after college. Mm-hmm. And um I remember I was going between two jobs. Uh, Kaplan had I was interviewing with Kaplan, I was interviewing with Enterprise, and Bishop William Murphy had come to our church. I was at uh, Church of the Harvest, at that time it was, with Bishop Clarence e. McClendon. And um, I remember being, we were having service at USC. I was laid out on the floor, and I remember God saying clearly to me, I'm sending you to be light in darkness. Ah, come on Well, now. at that job, come on. I was dark in lightness because it was <laughs> I was the only speck of color for many times. I sat in the boardroom and was nobody else that looked like me, I saw but that. I understood though that um, even in this this place, in this dry land where I don't understand all the time why I'm here, because what I desire to do more so is industry and I'm like, God, well, that ain't here. You know, he's gonna do it. Yeah, but it's it it all works out because if he sent me to be light in darkness, then I gotta remember to allow my light to shine. So yes. you were
0: right in there, so that was perfect. Yeah. That's God, and you know it's 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 amazing because I look at things. I have to do things decent and in an order, but I also look for God's divine timing in doing everything. Mm-hmm. And it's not by accident because your actual interview was scheduled. Last Two weeks month. ago, right? Yeah. yeah, it was scheduled back in July, and we weren't able to meet that because uh, of a mishap on my my end. Honey, you had to go do missionary work. You I had to out go, there doing that good preaching that Saturday preach. morning, <laughs> and I and I overlooked the fact that I had and in uh, this interview schedule, but God knew. Mm-hmm. He knew this word was going to come on the 10th. He knew that it was going to be the 10 virgins. He knew that it was going to deal with light doors and lamps. He knew that you were going to be here. Mm -hmm. He knew what he had already spoken to you. And I'm just saying that to say because the story ends with them going inside of the going in with the bridegroom and the door shutting Mm -hmm. and you don't know what happened in that door, but you just knew that while they went in there, they lit up the room. And so I, I see that for you. I see you going into that open door. We may not know what happens between you and the Lord while you're in there, but I know that you're lit. You know what I'm saying? I know, I know that you're lit in there. Jesus I God. know that you lit. And I know that when we mm-hmm. first met, I could see that light in you. You were so welcoming. Light welcomes. Mm-hmm. Light brings. Light is, people it draw draws. to light. Yes. And so I saw that when I first met you. And it, it wasn't like as if we had just met for the first time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I knew that there was a purpose for you even being in, not just in my life, but in my path. Mm-hmm. That's what lamps do. They light a path so that you can see. So I understand. And I got to see your heart at the summer, at the anointed summer, concert. Mm-hmm. I got to see your heart. I got to see you minister. I got to see you different before I even got a chance to speak to you.
1: And that is an uncomfortable place. My um, God. It is. It's a it's a very uncomfortable place. Um a passage that I remember is you take Luke. I think Luke. Uh, Peter had been toiling all night. Mm. He had been fishing. And to Peter, he was unsuccessful. Come on. Come and on. Jesus walks up and he's like, "Hey, what have you been doing?" He's like, "Hey, I've been I've been fishing all night." Come on. I've been doing what? Supposedly, what I'm called to do and what I'm anointed to do, but I'm still coming up empty. Come on. And so he's like, Cast your net again. Hmm. And so um, I had gone through, I went through a very, very, very trying time in my life. And um, that, I remember getting off the 95 at exit 95, which is Sky Canyon Road. I remember it clearly. Um, and God says, cast your net again.
0: Hmm,
1: I didn't want to do events anymore. I didn't want to be deal. I didn't want to deal with radio. I didn't want to deal with people Jesus. per se. I was like, I just let me get a corporate job and let me be good with that. And I remember telling my sister Tanika, I was like, I don't want to do this. I'm done with it. I'm over it. I don't want to do it. It was, you know, I I had dealt with shame, self inflicted, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. but it it was all of this was a place of shame for me. My God. And so in that passage. God said, um, Jesus says to Peter, "Go back to the place of shame, hmm, because on. if you're anointed to do something, or if you're called to do it, and you're still coming up empty, clearly you're gonna be embarrassed. You're right, gonna be right, shamed. Right. I was shamed. I was like, okay, I've been doing this for this long, and it don't look like nothing.
0: My God. And
1: then what it what it did look like was all in a in a." Twinkling of an eye because Jesus. I was saved and stupid. Mm. Um, I did some stupid stuff and it seemingly cost me everything. So now here I am in a place of shame and for God to say to me, Cash your net again, Cast try again. again. Jesus come but on this Erica. time, go go and and the only difference I think but the, the most important part of that passage to me, was they had been doing it all night. He had been toiling all night, right? All night. And it was definitely a place of shame. But the only difference between him, what he had been doing for those hours spent, and then what he did again Come was on. a word from God.
0: Come on. So That's the that difference. time, yes, absolutely. Hallelujah. He's like,
1: cast your net, and cast it on this side. Yeah. He's like, well, I, did, I had done it there already, but I came up empty. But this time, is his the, the net broke Come because on, it was so full. So I'm just grateful because... Um, you know, I I I tried again, and I think so many times we we find ourselves in places of embarrassment. Hmm. You know, I had to to try love again. I had to try come on, come on. business again. I had to try. You understand, speak, like so speak. so that day that you saw me was very. I find myself in if I can be transparent when I have to get in front of people. Mm-hmm. People I know have had me for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Hmm. People I know know my story. They come know on, me. They on. know what I've been through. When I have to stand before them, sometimes it puts me in a place of. Un- it's, it's uncomfortable yeah, yeah, yeah. I have to get my bearings so for you to see me that day was like oh, okay hey I probably wouldn't want you to meet me here you my know God. I'd rather you meet me somewhere else because you know you're comfortable like right, right, right. I'd rather be somewhere where I'm like oh I know I'm good at that Right. but then I gotta go in front of so it was yeah so it was it was amazing to meet you and you got to see me in one of my most
0: vulnerable states and it was
1: beautiful <laughs> and the,
0: and i love how you just dissected that word how you broke it down i don't even, i know you're helping people because we have women out there men too i don't never want to exclude men but it is called and she should be called woman so we have women out there that have given up on love Mm -hmm. they've given up on relationships they've given up on their businesses they've given up on hope they've given up on everything and you just fed them a scripture that they can go back to yeah you know what i'm saying the difference being
1: the word from god the
0: word from god
1: yeah and so i think a lot of times i mean we find ourselves in lives and it it, you'll you'll find yourself frustrated
2: Hmm. um
1: because if you continue to do something that you know you're supposed to do you know um i go back I, i i do a lot of uh Public speaking in a, in a relate, as it relates to marketing and branding, mm-hmm. um, and I was up. Uh, you take you take you know we say the best thing since sliced bread, right? Right. Well, the inventor of bread, bread had been basically it had been invented slice the, uh, ba- the ability to slice the bread, right? right? A guy named Otis Osbacher. I say his name wrong all the time, <laughs> but bread was for 15 years. Bread did nothing. Hmm. It took a company by the name of Wonder Bread. Come for on. for them to package it for us to be to know what bread is, right? Right. 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 So a lot of times we're in our process, um, and I I thank God for Anton. Um, I was in a service one night, minding my business. I'm sitting in the back, and um, he calls me up, and I'm like, I, I didn't want to be in front of people tonight. <laughs> my I had a hair wrap on. I had all you know I was just comfortable. I was casual. I was just chilling. Just didn't want to be bothered. I just was going to support. And um, he begins to deal with me about this airplane. And how the airplane, it can't land until the ground is ready. Yes, yes. And I think a lot of times we find ourselves in our process and, you know, until that God is ready, a lot of times he'll knock on the door. Yeah. And what happens is the door will startle us. Yeah, if we're not ready. That's so right. if you go through, if you look at even when Paul and Silas prayed in the, the guard, like the, many doors just opened. Right. But then there was one door like it was like he knocked He'll knock. So remember right. when they yeah. were praying. That's right. And, and God yeah. came. Was it Dorcas? That was it like, was yeah. So a lot of times if somebody knocks on the door, it'll startle us. Right. Because we're not expecting that knock. So when you're talking about preparation, you know it's it's those it's the process that prepares us. Right. And a lot of times we want to forfeit the process because the process doesn't feel good. Come on. It's not comfortable. Come on. It's um it kills us. It it will very it'll crush. But what is crushing and preparing us and getting out of us is the oil. And it
0: needs hug. Come on. You, you understand Because right. the Olive press. It's the oil. It's so the oil press.
1: I'm grateful for the process. Amen. Um, I wouldn't exchange it for anything Amen. because it made me grow up that's a blessing it made me um really evaluate um the people who really mattered um and and even to the very core of my foundation people that I esteemed that on places where they had only been honored God had to bring them down remember when the um I use this all the time too, when the the blind man when Jesus um he they rubbed the his eyes and he was like I see men as trees yeah I see them as trees yeah we a lot of times see people bigger than what they are Come on. Yeah. So we it, we allow people to intimidate or right. we allow people and their opinions to matter more than we, we evaluate, we exalt their opinions. Come on. You know, and their opinions can become God to us. Yeah. And so um, that process for
0: me, it kind of just put a lot of things in perspective. That's beautiful. And I like that you said that because... And, and 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 when you exalt men you kind of decrease who you are mm-hmm. you minimize what god has in you you begin to feel inferior spiritually inferior to this person because of what they appear to be you and know
1: comparison kills. and, compa- and ki- oh yes, yes. <laughs> like that
0: <laughs> jonathan McReynolds
1: has a song and he says comparison kills Man. like we look at especially with social media yeah sometimes i just have to turn social media off because you know Valentine's Day, you see this perfect couple, and they're supposedly the devil and is a lie. yeah they they didn't took a trip, and they're all lovey dovey, and it's like oh he got her roses again, and we don't see what it what what how many nights she cried, right. or we don't see how many you know what that process looked, even if they are at that place, you right. know not to take now, anything how, yes did it took to get there what where did they where
0: did where did they start or what was that road that we you know and so and I, I like that because you know we are mandated to be transparent Mm -hmm. i know i am Mm -hmm. god has a call in my life that's like tell the truth Mm -hmm. nothing else shame the devil be (laughs) real just be real be who you are Mm -hmm. it doesn't matter i'll deal with everything else and i think that's where we as women i'm glad you brought it up that we begin to like you said feel intimidated we begin to exalt others you know and they become our gods we we begin to envy you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? The things that we see because we don't know what the process was. If we would know that it took all hell to get to that end of that marriage, to that Valentine picture, that y'all wasn't even talking February 12th. Come y'all up. wasn't even, you know what I'm saying? Y'all yeah. wasn't even holding hands on February 9th. Right. Right. Y'all wasn't even speaking February 10th. Matter of fact, he was gone February 1st. If we really knew what <laughs> it took. Yeah, he slept February downstairs on February 2nd. Yeah, right? <laughs> all that. If we knew that if you would just be real about the process, yeah. then a lot of women would not just... Feel that, you know. And that. We,
1: we cover so much up as women. Yeah. We don't
0: even, without knowing.
1: You understand? Like, and I don't, I'm not just talking about makeup. Makeup Come takes on a whole different form. Like, we, we dress our problems up. Yeah. And we make them pretty. Girl, you
0: confirming some stuff right we now. We put Go a ahead.
1: bag on. You understand what I mean? Like, our insecurities, our inadequacies, places where we feel like we over... Compensate in certain areas because we feel like I'm I'm lacking there. So yeah. if I lack there, let me make it prettier. Right. You you know what yeah. I mean? Like let me let me adorn this a whole different yeah. way to dress this up. And let we, me
0: put the girdle on so they don't see the stomach. Let me, yeah, let me Yeah. Let me let me get snatched <laughs> so they don't see my true waist. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and we do that instead we do of that girding like- ourselves <laughs> with <laughs> the full armor. But I liked that you said that. Tell me what it is about you that that keeps you from being that type of person, not that you haven't been, but what brought you out of that situation to where you say, I don't have to dress this up. I don't have to exalt this person. I don't, you know, I'm Erica Nicole. This is who I am. I'm branded for this. I was made for this. I was created for this. Uh,
1: trial, um, when you go through and, um, I was much like the woman who was caught in the act Mm, Come on. and, um, you know, Jesus had to get on the ground and write like, you know, and so he had to write for me
0: come on ooh jesus you know what i speak, mean like speak girl. he
1: had to write for me um my own actions got me to a place to where i i was exposed so i couldn't hmm. i i couldn't hide you know yes. but then also what it did was it made me realize the realms that i sit in mm-hmm. it made me realize like oh, okay influence is something that you you can't and now i see it in my children i see it in my daughter i see it yes. in my son you know um, it's it's a realm, and it's, a, it's something that I'm anointed to do in mm-hmm, a sense. I'm mm-hmm. called to the realm of influence, so people are going to always be watching whether I care that they're watching or not. Right, right. Um, but it it made me aware, so it made me say, "Okay, God, you know what? This time when you trust me with this, yes. I'm gonna handle it differently because I was touching the holy things with dirty hands. Come on. Come so on. now it makes me be like, okay, God. First of all, you didn't have to give me. Hmm. the things that you gave me. You didn't have to trust me with what you trusted that's me right, with, right. you know? And so I think, I mean, a lot of times, I mean, I, I know I was empty of, um, you know, like I, I literally saw it like, okay, you know, so many times we have more month than we have money, right? Yes, yes. So imagine us, I, I could never ever pay for the wages of my sin because I, <laughs> I got more sin than I have, you know what I mean? Wages, <laughs> like, the wages, right? right? It's, it's never enough, so it made me realize like, oh, every time I do this foolishness, I'm putting him back at the cross. And so, yes. you know, and that that to me, I mean, I, I have no choice because, I mean, I honestly, like who, who can really judge? And so in these last couple, I want to say last couple months, probably the last 90 days, I've taken on some clients that people probably wouldn't um, endorse or, mm-hmm. um, you know, I watched our community deal with, um, as I, I took on a client that, I knew what I heard, I mm-hmm. knew what my assignment was, and I had to be confident in that. It's that right. word again, mm-hmm. you know? So now when, when I have the word and I know what I'm doing,
0: Come on.
1: everybody else's opinion now becomes irrelevant. Right, right. Now I seek wise counsel in it, you know, right. and I'm like, how do I navigate through this? But I know what I'm called to do, so sometimes right. I have to go into places that are uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. I have to go into places where, you know, because it's not, for me, I, I I'm more comfortable in the marketplace than I am per se, per se with a microphone in my hand. Okay. That's, you know, I mean, I'm good with that. Like, mm-hmm. let me, let me just stay there. That's your comfort zone. Yeah, it is. Yeah. But, um, there are people who may not ever come into our churches. They may not ever, um, they may not ever, mm-hmm. but we have to be that light yes. in where they are, That's you know? Right. So Jesus, he didn't, he didn't, he didn't chill with the people who were just prim and proper. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it was you know, the yeah. harlot. Sometimes right. it was the prostitute. Sometimes it was, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it was the tax collector. It was just his his circle and his crowd. I'm not saying that I'm always with those people. I'm saying but sometimes my clients look like that. That's okay. And all I have to do is be my light. Just be light. And I, I still preach, you know, Jesus crucified and yeah. died and
0: resurrected, you know, and he's Amen. coming back.
1: Glorious day. You know I what wanna, I mean? I want
0: to touch on uh. something that you said because you said that there are sometimes, you know, you, you have to know this is what you were called to do. This mm-hmm. is your assignment. Regardless of the naysayers and everything like that. You have to know that this is this is God speaking. Cast the net again. This is right. the word of the Lord. And to say that is to say because a lot of times you're gonna have that enemy that tries to rise and speak against because it, it's it's a attempt to detour you mm-hmm. off of that that road that lamp that lit light and foundation the direction of where god has ordered your steps to be and a lot of times people think that you can only sit with the prim and proper you know well the thing is is that we sit with the people who
1: look like us and they ain't prim and proper either they just look like it they 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 may not they dressed it up yeah they don't outwardly say like i'm the devil right Don't tell you. <laughs> yeah, like I am the devil. I and am Satan sent little brother. by him. Right. I yeah. am an imp, and I'm being used. Come on. So just because he doesn't look like that, we we look like all oh, they're church people, right? Mm-hmm. They they sit with me in the pew next next to yeah. me, so I can do their marketing. Yeah, I heard them preach. Yeah, yeah they them. yeah they 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 were able to you know. I saw, you know, yeah. demonstrations. Of, yeah, of course, because their gift is active and they've been fired a long, a long time ago. So it's it's you know it's just knowing that we it doesn't always look like what
0: we expect expect. That's yeah. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you know, you know what? <laughs> I'm loving this. I know y'all loving it out there. I'm loving. It. I know y'all loving her on y'all live over there. I know y'all loving it because it's so rich. The word that flows out of you is so anointed. It is oil. That's why it's able to flow, because it is oil. It's not. It's something that has been stored in you, you know what I'm saying? And you're allowing God to pour out even right now. And I, I'm, I feel so blessed and honored that you have this opportunity to pour oil on this station right now, oh. to pour oil on those listeners, to pour oil on the live, to pour oil even for me. You know, you oiling, you oiling stuff for me, too. I, I want you to understand that God is using you in I don't know if it's a place that you've ever been before, but I know it's a place that God has already set for you to go. And I don't know if this is redirection or it's just confirmation of where you were always going to be and to become and to go into. I I, I know it's a door. I do. I know it's a door right now. And I know it's opening a lot of things because you're not only just opening up your heart, you're opening up being transparent, talking about yourself being that woman. God had to write for me. How many other women are sitting there? He had to write for me. Come on had on. to
1: get down in the dirt and right, cuz i was guilty like come on i did it yeah. you know what i mean so shitty come on oh Erica. i did it like i can't i can't say that i did it, it. I, I, did it. Jesus. I did it so and it and it's like okay cool i did it and now honestly i'm grateful that i that i can't say i'm grateful for the the place but i would not be where i am today had those things not transpired come because on it redirected me. It was like, okay, you make a wrong turn and then the GPS is like rerouting, renavigating. Yes. <laughs> like the Holy Spirit had to really I was twirling somewhere. You understand? Yes, it, it wouldn't yes. have, I wouldn't have never got to where I am now. Right. And where I am now is still not the completed. I'm still in a process and I'm on the road and daily I'm seeking God. What does it look like? Where right, right. where are you sending me? Where does you know where where you know, where are we going? Jesus. You know? And so I mean I'm I'm grateful though. I think that I'm I'm grateful you, you know, I'm grateful for women. I'm grateful for yes. the women that God has gave me from my mother to Dr. Elizabeth Hudson to yes. um my godmother Mary, um Mitchell and and her mother, mother, Amen. you know, and I you you just see and you see those women and you're like, "Okay, well, they prayed for me, mm. and they continue to pray for me. Amen. And I feel bad because sometimes I probably leave them on their knees because they probably got to keep praying for me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I know. But, I mean, yeah, like, it's just you, you're you like, okay, I listen, I did it so That's much. so powerful.
0: He had to write for me. I don't know if you understand how powerful <laughs> that is right now. Like, I'm serious. Like, I don't know <sighs> if you understand how powerful that is to even hear. I, I got to... He had to write for he me. He had to write for you. He had he, to write for me too. He had to get down. Look, he and had to write, write for, for me, me too. <laughs> and probably stay down there longer cuz he had more to, more to write. <laughs> you know, and and so you think about that that's powerful because the listeners that are going to hear all it does, thank you God. It dismantles every plot mm-hmm. and every weapon that the enemy has tried to use against a woman to to to, to cause her to feel in Unworthy of God writing for her
1: because we come boldly before the throne of God. Yes, things. Hallelujah. Our sin keeps us from a, a mindset where we feel like we can't lift our hands. That's right. That's Does that right. Make sense? That's right. We come boldly. Hmm. So even if you look at the model prayer, you worship before you get to the place where you're yes. like, "Forgive us our yes. debts as we forgive our debtors." <laughs> yes. Like so, you hollow His name before you even get to that before point. Before You get there. So we don't wanna we allow our those those things that we continually do to keep us because I guess sin is separation from God It is. so we we allow that because our mind mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. our, our conscious mm-hmm. so then that's why he sprinkles it yeah yeah, yeah. you know what i mean? Yeah, yeah. so I mean we can't you can't allow that hang up that mistake that that place that that one thing that keeps you stumbling, mm. you can't allow that to keep you out of God's presence. Amen. You can't allow that to keep you from desiring to do the things that you know. Like, you understand what I use? Look at the people who use in the Bible. Come on, girl. And, like, I'm not saying that that's an excuse. I'm saying but that But that's we, a fact. It's fact. It's just fact. So he gave us examples of like, they was jacked up too. Yes. And I
0: used them. Yes. They weren't perfect. And right. I used them. I still use I them. I still use them. And they
1: allowed me to. Yeah, because it, it doesn't change. What I realized is that my own
0: actions didn't change the word that God had over my life. That's it.
1: You know what I it mean? It can't reverse.
0: Yeah. It can't shut a door. Can't a devil in hell stop it? Right. Because God is going to get his plan and his purpose out of us by any means necessary. Yeah. And that's his job. That's God's job to give us that word. Yeah. A lot of people don't feel, I, I'm glad you're saying this because I want, I, I need for women to understand their worthiness. hmm it it was two people sinning when Jesus... Well, had, but he wrote for one. You, you know what I'm saying? Mean, and the reason why he didn't write for the other one, because they wouldn't say, I'm guilty. Yeah, They wouldn't admit. And when you don't admit the confession of your sins, when right. you don't admit that it's you, when you don't admit that you got some issues because you think it's going to you know make you look bad, it makes you look bad that you can't be honest. Right. That's the one... You know, and I'd rather just... Girl. Be, um I'd
1: rather be transparent. I mean, I think I... You know, you hide it for so long. And you're like, you know what? Guess what? I did it. I did it. that's he wrote, what... but Jesus wrote for me, and Look. then He died for me. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like, don't make di- me shout it. Yeah, he Erica died for me. Come on. So, I mean, I'm I'm grateful. I think that, um, you know, I'm in an interesting place now. I watch, um, you know, I think that even from even a, as young girls, I think we 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 battle with our self worth mm-hmm. at a, and it starts young. I'm talking about nine and ten years yeah. old. You yeah. know, and I'm. I might have a twelve-year-old daughter, and I watch, you know, her and her friends. I, I sat one day. I was listening. They didn't know I was listening. Yeah, you know, I'm just observing. Yeah, I'm like yeah. the not the nosy mom per se, but I want to know. You know, I want to know what's going on. Yeah, right. And they worried about their body image, and you're like, what? Right. Baby girl, you were beautiful, and you were you. That's a little bitty tinker right, body, like right. you know. And so I think the enemy will come and try to steal those things from yes. us at a at a very young age. So yeah, I mean, we have to know. I think it's important. Why? why us as women have to uplift each other. Yes, absolutely. You know, because sometimes we don't. I'll look in the mirror and be like, oh, I'm not that cute today. Hmm. You know what I mean? Um, but then you have to find ways to reaffirm. Right. So like in my bathroom, you can, there's all over, I got post-its, uh, hmm. post-it notes, scriptures, beautiful. affirmations, and this is true story. Anybody that's been in my house can tell you in my personal bathroom, there's notes everywhere because we have to reaffirm ourselves. Yes. Because everywhere else, the enemy right. is going to feed us right. that we're not. Right. But I got to, and you're right. Feed my spirit that I am.
0: And he he won't feed us with words, mm-hmm. but he'll feed us with a visual, mm-hmm. you know, perception of what perfection is. You'll see someone that may have something that you desire, and automatically you discount yourself. You Like you said, that yeah. comparison. Comparison. That comparison. Amen. Yeah. So tell us what uh, is in store for the ambience upcoming. What do you got going, Um maybe? We have, so on August 30th, um,
1: Josiah Thomas, one of our clients, is actually, he has a a concert series called Audacity that's I taking place fly. at a Reconciliation um, Apostolic Ministries, also known as RAM. Amen. Um, and we're bringing out Jabari Johnson from the Potter's House. So I don't know. He's the guitar player. Mm-hmm. He actually won a Stellar this year for Amen. Best New Artist. Amen. Um, and he performed at the Stellars as well on the main stage. So I love it because they're both young men. They're both musicians, and mm-hmm. they're both stepping out. Out of, Look like, so are. for Josiah, he's stepping out of his comfort zone because he's known for the keys. But mm-hmm. the boy is has a gift that's amazing. So, Amen. we have that concert tickets are on sale. I'm, well, we, I'm not on commercial radio, I can say the price, <laughs> but you can buy them at RAM. Um, and I, I think you know, Josiah, I said we serve creatives, right? And so, I watch these musicians, they play for everybody, yes, yes, they yes. don't really tell people no. Well, we have the opportunity to to tell him yes, hmm, you know, on. and to support him and his Amen. vision. And I mean, these, these are young boys. Yeah. They can, they're not statistics. They could be doing so many other things. Beautiful. So it's that night. It'll be Chris Johnston leading worship. Um, it'll be Erinessa, um, Nessa, who's an amazing voice. She mm. was seen on American Idol and then it'll be Jabari from, Amen. from the Potter's house. And so, and the headliner that night is Josiah Thomas. So Amen. I'm grateful. Um, I'm grateful when, creatives give us the ability to take their vision and and turn it into something, Amen. you know, or to, to manifest it or bring it to, to be tangible. To yeah. Yes, ma'am. So um, we're definitely doing work with all nations right now. They're, um, they just did their first Bible study here. It was amazing. It was over 500 people in a church wow. on a Tuesday night in Vegas. Wow. Woo. Yeah. That's so um, Apostle Dumas did that one. And so I'm grateful for that. So Chandler Moore will be here on the 27th of August. Um, and, um, I'm a part of an amazing network with 10 child Inc. And Amen. so my business partner, 10 for her, mm-hmm. she's the 10 child. So oh, her, look at yeah. This, the
0: 10, huh? <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's the 10 network and, um, that's Faith Anderson. So Amen. I'm grateful. I mean, it's, we're at an interesting place. Uh, we're navigating. Um, you know, sometimes we set out to do things and I got an opportunity to do radio and, um, I was uncomfortable because I know my audience is mostly gospel, right? Okay. Well, I'm trying to go and do radio and do hip-hop and do all this stuff, and it just didn't fit. It mm. didn't fit to the point where my schedule didn't permit it, so I almost have to. God was like, nope. Right. So <laughs> <Shut> <laughs> you better door. find your home and anointed radio. Shut the door. Yeah, on. shut that door. Yeah. So, um, And it wasn't even that it physically shut. Like, God had me shut the door. Yeah. So I'm, I'm very careful of those things because yeah. – now I don't see things as opportunities as much as I see them as responsibilities. That's right. That's right. So that's I'm grateful for the responsibility because um, for whatever reason, he has, he sees fit Man. and he wants to use a little old me. I got to do it. So
0: I'm grateful for that. Um, but yeah, that's that. Um, what do you have? Upcoming for Erica Nicole. Do you have any speaking engagements? Are you hosting anything? I
1: am not, believe it or not. And I'm <laughs> After kind of this, great.
0: you will. <laughs> I'm kind of
1: grateful. Um, you know, I just I'm I'm always when my phone rings or someone reaches out to me, I'm like, what? You want me? Okay, okay. Right. you know, and I I don't ever want to get past that place. That's right. You know, that humility. Um, yes, ma'am. Yeah. So I'm grateful for
0: whatever, you
1: know, whatever comes.
0: You know I'm roll with it. <laughs> well, I'm glad that you were able to come here and and share with me uh, in this hour. I, I've learned more. I what what happened was what I saw I got to hear speak because I already saw it I, like I said, I saw it at the at the anointed summer party. So what I got to see the light that I saw today I and it, oh, it makes so much sense now because as I was getting prepared at home, thank you God. Hallelujah. As I was getting prepared at home, I heard the Lord say, he said that there are two sounds. I always used to say that there was a sound. You're
1: not about to start talking about sound. Okay. Okay.
0: Wait, okay. wait. Oh, God.
2: Look. Oh.
0: I'm serious. Oh. So as okay. I'm, I'm, I'm getting, getting dressed, I hear the Lord say, because I always say there's a sound. There's always one sound. There's one voice, one sound. The Lord said, no, there's two sounds. He said there's two sounds. He said there's a sound that proceeds and there's a sound that comes after. And he was he was talking. He was like, think about it. And he always deals with me with women and pregnancy for some reason. I
1: am not pregnant, guys. I'm no, not no, going to no, look no. like you. No, and I just got to no. And I'm not the, either, y'all. Look, look, yeah, throwing yeah, that, that out you know, there.
0: It. Okay, <laughs> so he always deals with me when it comes to women and and mm-hmm. pregnancy. That's that's when he gives me the vision. He's showing me things in that manner. Right. And so he was like, "There's two sounds. Think about it." He said, "Before the woman has the baby, she's travailing. She's she's hurting. She's moaning. She's Ooh. she's she's groaning." He said, "But then after the baby comes, she's rejoicing." There's he said, "There's not one sound. There's two sounds." And so what I'm saying is, I saw the light when I met you at the summer party. I got to hear. Two sounds today. I got to hear light speak. I got to hear light rejoice in what God has done. Not just in your trials, but in your testimonies. Not just in your your tests, but in your triumph. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I got to hear two sounds from you today, and mm-hmm. so it all makes sense. It, it makes sense now. So what I got to see, now I get to hear. Yeah. So that's how blessed I feel. And I just you don't understand like how much
1: you're in because like God deals with me with the sound. Like I mm. know that. I'm a sound identifier. Come on, that's how I deal with creatives. You know, so a Jesus. lot of the creatives I deal with, their musicians, they're they have some kind of influence, and they're mm. making the sound. And I believe that even the sound indicates to God what we're ready for. Come
0: on, come on, come Do you know on. what I mean. Yes. So yeah, that's that's that's, that's really that's good deep. stuff. I'm so grateful. Thank <laughs> yeah. you for having me. Jesus, I'm, I'm excited. Mm. I want you to be able to leave the women with tap into your to you to your spirit right now tap into the oil and I want you to give them something that you have never given before I want you to give them something of encouragement that God is going to speak into your ear even in this moment because I truly believe in a a rainbow word I truly believe that God is speaking to you and speaking through you I believe that you will speak to them I just want you to give them something that they can hold on to I want you to give them a sound
1: um I think that so often God uses um the small things um we look. We look at um, a mustard seed, and we see the the small, the size of it. However, it's it's full. It's the Jesus. It's limitless. You can plant that seed, and it could reproduce and keep producing. Jesus. And sometimes we look at the the seed as opposed to the mountain. Hmm. The mountain is dead. It's it's of Noah. It's it's null. It can't hmm. produce anything. It can't it can't reproduce. It's just there. So. You have to see the the very small thing that's in your hand. Hmm. Um, God sent Jesus, a little bitty baby, Come on. To, for the to redeem the sins of this whole entire world. Jesus, so, the things, even the amount of oil, it was only <laughs> a little oil that He multiplied and He continued to replenish, you, and that oil was able to sustain her whole community and her surroundings. Thank so, you, Lord. The very thing that may look like it's little and it's in your hand, um, allow God to. To first of all, continue to sow seed with that.
0: Yes, yes. You know what yes, I mean, and, yes. and plant
1: that, and watch that thing grow. Yes. So whether you're whether it's your business or whatever it is that God has called you to do, women, hmm. um, it may look like it's small, Jesus. but the smallest things, like you look at it when when God when Jesus served the multitudes. Huh. It was a little bit of food. Come on. And he broke that and he blessed it. So God allow God to break the small thing that's come in your on, hand. Come on. Sow the seed Ooh. and allow him yes. to bless it so that it can bless the multitudes. Thank you, Lord. Cha <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all that's all I got. That's all you got. Oh, you, gave yeah. you
0: gave everything. You gave everything. That was yeah. so Beautiful. But, I mean,
1: I, I do feel like God is restoring. He's replenishing. Mm. Um, and there's there's restoration, yes, you know. Yes, There's so much after. After we, you know, after you go through. After the storm is. Yes. You know, there's there's so much. But even the storm, it, it's significant. Yes, it because is. Because if you have seed in the ground, hmm. you know what I mean? And the the storm, storm comes. Yeah, if the storm will clean. It'll Wash away the debris. Mm-hmm. A storm will um, multiply the seed. Come on. You know what I mean. And water will give life. So Jesus. there's so many times I think perspective. When you look at something and you, when you change your vantage point, mm-hmm. when you're in it, you can't see it. Right. But when you yeah, you step away from Slip. it, or you elevate yourself.
0: Yeah, you know what I mean. Soaring. When you
1: find yourself soaring, or under and under the umbrella of the mm-hmm. Almighty El Shaddai, right? Yeah, yeah. When you find yourself in that place, then you can look back at and you change your perspective of it.
0: Of what you see. Yeah,
1: your 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 perspective is different. Your vantage point is different from different mm. places. So find yourself in a different place. That's beautiful. Yeah.
0: You, I, I just want you to know that you confirm some things for the conference that I'm. God has given me um, to put on for next year um, because of the title of the conference. I think I've spoken it before, it's 2020 Vision. Okay. And so, uh-huh. uh, what he was showing me in that um, is the vision, 2020 vision is not a perfect vision, it's it's perfected by what you perceive. Got and you. so, you're confirming things for me, even. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. And then, no, because
1: I just remembered you asked me if I had any um, September, I'll be at Aftershock. I'm curating a right, panel. That's right. For mental health. I just Amen. thought about that. Yeah, Amen. so for, uh, so I'll be at Aftershock. Amen. There and you that's go. Sorry about held. that. going to be held, you know, the deep. No, it's you know. going to be held at RAM. Um, Amen. It's, it's uh, Brother Trinity Payton, sorry, yes. Elder Trinity Payton. It's his annual conference. He's bringing it back to Vegas. So I'm honored. I'll be curating that that panel. That's, What's the date on that one? I know I got, I think I got it. somewhere. It's I on my ticket. Facebook page. I think it's uh, September 15th, 17th. We are going to
0: post, <laughs> we are going to post, um, Ambience, we're going to post her information. Um, I'm going to post it on the, uh, and she should be called woman page. I'm going to post um, any flyer that I have, again, of Miss Erica Nicole. We're going to post Aftershock. Yeah. Um, And We're going to post uh, Josiah's audacity. Audacity. Absolutely. We're going to post all that. So the information will be available where you can get the tickets that will be available. Um, We want our community, Las Vegas, Nevada, to come out and support Um, I am doing a personal plead and, uh, just a, just, I don't even want to call it a plea. I am asking the women of God to get around this young woman of God. I don't know her age, but I know she's a young woman of God and, and just love on her, look and see what she's doing in the heart of this community, recognize it in the spirit and not in the natural. Don't be haters out there. them haters, you know, and just embrace her and love her on her and see what she needs. She may need something that God has put in your hand. That small thing that's going to, you know, continue to sustain her. It may be a prayer. It may be a seed. I don't know what it is, but if God is impressing upon your heart, I'm making a plea to all the women that are listening and that will tune back in and listen um, to just reach out to her. Look at her page. Go look, listen to some, because that's what I did before she, before I met her in person, I went and watched one of her, uh, interviews and I just was like, this woman is amazing. This is a young woman. She's amazing. And so I couldn't wait to meet her. So I want you to meet her. You've heard her. You see that she's anointed. She brought her oil, her lamp and her light. Oh, I'm and I, grateful.
1: I thank God for so her. So, if you guys are watching or listening, and you're in the Las Vegas area, make sure that you stop by. Let's fry this on Decatur. Go see Tony and Rochelle. Um, get you some good food. I just believe right. in supporting each other. Yes, you know there's Throw so it all much. Out there. There's so much in within our community. Amen. You know, and I. I believe that we have so much you Amen. Know,
0: to give. So shout out to She's Creative. Go Come look on. at that page. There you go. And uh what is the name of the other one? Oh, hold on, hold on. I got one more. Because we have two young adults at our um church that have opened up their own business. And these are young women that are really trying to um do something in in the heart and in the community. And it shows young women. When you see young women doing things, I'm sorry, Kirsten Marie, I got to get your, the name of your business, baby. But her name is Kirsten Marie, and her she opened her business. It's a, um, a makeup business, yeah. and um, she's making lip glosses and things like that. And so I want to shout her out, and I want to shout out, of course, my daughter. She's creative. She is into making jars and, and cups and customized things, backpacks, and it's Black magic back black backpacks. Oh, the, the backpack is on your page. Yeah, that's my Those daughter. Those are absolutely yeah. adorable. That's, she's creative, oh, so wow. okay. I want you guys to you know go out and look for them and. And Pastor Jay from Anointed Radio, y'all download the app, tune in to the Anointed Radio Network, Amen. And and just support one of other one another. Let's come together as a community. We can live together and still not be together. I learned that. Yeah. We can dress it. alike and not still be with one accord. And this is this is about joining hearts and minds. He, the Bible teaches that you know when the disciples came together, they had all things in common. The people had all things in common, and no one lacked. And the reason why there are people that are out there lacking and struggling is because we, not, we don't have all things in common. And I don't mean all things as far as you got this car, I got this car. I'm talking about the heart for each other, right. to shout out people, to say, go to this business, go support this person, come and join this person. We don't have that. It's it's almost like it's competitive in the city and in the community. And we are trying to bring this body of Christ together with one accord. So Kirsten Marie, she's on my Facebook page. I'll post the name of her business um, once I get off the air. Um, and then also she's creative. Go check her out. Amen. And uh, ambiance and you know
1: I'm grateful anointed
0: radio network I love all y'all so we just thank y'all for tuning in I'm gonna do a quick uh, 30 second prayer God we thank you for this opportunity today Lord we thank you that you showed up in the studio yet again on this 10th episode Lord God on the 10th month of this year Lord God and you taught us about the 10 virgins you taught us Lord God about the oil the lamp Father God you taught us about the door and then Father God you opened the door for your daughter to come in and speak oh God that she poured out of herself unto this radio broadcast unto her live and unto the people and God we are just grateful today we are thankful Lord God that you have entered into our lives Lord God and that you have kept us in your mind and Father God that you have kept us in your hand and we thank you now God as we come down from this place and we leave we ask for traveling mercy Lord God touch and bless every listener whether man boy or girl Father God touch them in their hearts Lord God and let them to bring their let them know to bring their own oil let them bring the little thing that little bit of oil, Father God, was enough to sustain a community. So God, we ask you right now in the Jesus name that you would continue to be with each one of us. And we just thank you and give you all praise and glory. Amen.
2: trying to make it into heaven though, but you be trying to knock me off my core stove. Voices in my head screaming YOLO, yeah, but you only die once too. My flesh be like, I'm going to do what I want to do, but once this life is over, there ain't no redos. Either go up to your eternal tomb you either go up or to your eternal doom it's never that easy to choose purpose but i would die to my flesh live a life of worship i'm really 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 trying to make it into heaven i'm trying to him say two words like well done the pleasure, I ain't got no time for your shenanigans, I'm trying to make it into heaven, I ain't got no time to be playing with someone, you can mess me with all that, what? Focus up, 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 up. Cause your boy's heaven bound. After that, there ain't no coming down. I'm trying to get my crowns, bro. yeah. All of my crowns. I'm trying to get my crowns, yeah. yeah. Oh, I oh, okay. Purpose over pressure. I ain't got no time for your shenanigans. I'm trying to make it into heaven. You can mess me with all that what? Miss me with all that, miss me with all that, miss me with all miss me with all that, Every day You try to test me, but I'm killing my flesh. Gets kinda messy Every day, uh yeah, yeah, you try to test me, but I'm killing my flesh got a message every day. You try to test me.